Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 130. This week's message is, look upon us, Lord, I pray, be no longer silent, nor punish us beyond measure. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining this week. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be received of this week's encouraging message. Uh, I pray that everyone is having a wonderful and safe and blissful day. Um, This week has been going along pretty, pretty fast, pretty fast, pretty fast. Uh, We (laughs) we're already in the middle of the week, but not just that. We are approaching closely the end of this month. Yes, we are already on October the 20th of this month. Wow. Time lately seems to have really just been going by very quickly at a surprising speed Um, the days are coming and the days are passing and that's telling me one thing that gives me a sense of my spirit of one thing time waits for no one time waits for no one my brothers and sisters As I just stated, we're already in the 20th day of this month. Now we have, what, 31 days in October? So that means we have 11 days left. Just a little bit over a week. And just a few days under two weeks. So, I'm just thinking about everything that has taken place in the course of this year so far. And looking back and just kind of summing up the things that I've done, I've been able to do, and the things that have not quite gone the way that I um, desired them or that I may have planned out or that which I have seen in vision. Um, But knowing this, knowing this, that even though time is going past at a surprising speed, God is still in control. God is still in control. I was reading over the scriptures that are included, that are a part of this week's uh, message that I'm getting ready to bring forth to you. And it really had me thinking. Um, Like I said, you know, just thinking about some things that have taken place this year so far, uh, the things that I've been able to do and things I have not been able to do. Um, And it just really just 
you know, just looking back on some things and, and just allowing uh, some thoughts to come forth in my mind and just revisiting, revisiting some situations. And I am, I am at a point right now to where I really am desiring to see a change more so than ever. And with me saying that, it's not so much just a change within that of myself, but I am desiring to see a change in this world. And I know that there are some say, well, you know, if you want to see a change, the change starts within you. And that is true to a certain point. Um, One person can change some things. But my brothers and sisters, as a collective one, as a collective body and that of Christ, there's much that can be changed. One can set 10,000 a flight. Two can set 20,000 a flight. So if we take the time to unite together, if we take the time to come together and be together as one, as we move as one body, we can get a lot done. But when we stay divided, we stay separated, we, 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 we choose to not be in fellowship in the way that we need to be in fellowship, in the way that Christ intended for us to be in fellowship, then, my brothers and sisters, we're losing out. We're losing out. And some may say, well, you know, hey, I, I, I found that I have to move that way because the people that I've been in association with, you know, they weren't who I thought they was, and it wasn't this, it wasn't that, and da 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 I get it. Oh, trust me, I so get it. But my brothers and sisters, you can't isolate yourself completely for the rest of your life. That's not that's not God's intent. And that's not my God. That is not the assignment as disciples unto Christ for the glory unto that of our Heavenly Father. That is not part of our assignment. That is not part of our responsibility. Because if we isolate ourselves, how can we bring forth the word of God? How can we utilize what God has bestowed unto us as that of gift? You say, oh, well, you know, but we got social media. You know, I can do this and that. Yeah, you can. But does that go along with what you've been called to do? Is that part of what you've been gifted? To stay behind closed doors. To stay indisposed unreachable, un, in fellowship with anyone. It, I don't think so. You know, this phrase came out when COVID came along. It was uh, six feet apart, six feet distance. Well, you know, you know, my brothers and sisters, I say no spiritual distancing. 
You want to say six feet distancing? You want to say distance yourself? I say no spiritual distancing. And that basically means do not distance yourself from that of Christ. Do not distance yourself from that of your fellow brother or your fellow sister in that of Christ. I look at the scriptures for this message today and I'm looking at how it talks about how it speaks on God doing different things and doing this and doing that. And it speaks on how the mountains are cleared and how the sky does this and how there's a quake and there's a, you know, the coming forth of the Lord. The coming forth of the Lord. Oh, how we desire, how we, how we are yearning for the coming forth of the Lord. And then we say to ourselves, Oh, what a glorious day that would be. Of the coming forth of the Lord. And now here I am. Thinking to myself. God. Forgive me. For all the things that I have done wrong. Forgive me that I have done. So much in that of sinfulness. That you have turned your face from me. And now here I am. I'm saying unto you. Lord. Look upon me. I pray. Look upon me. Let not your face be turned from me. Let not your punishment. Go on. Beyond measure. And so I'm looking at what's going on in the world. And I'm thinking, God, how much longer will you turn your face from us? How much longer will you not show your goodness and the wonderfulness of your works? How long shall we endure this punishment beyond measure? Look upon us, God. Oh, Lord, I cry. Look upon us. And in these thoughts, you know, I'm thinking, wow, man, there's just so much going on right now. That I I choose to distance myself from things that are presented in that of the media, you know, and the news and, you know, social media and I, I try to read very little news stories and stuff, but you know, I read enough and I pay attention enough to stay abrupt of what's taking place around me. But at the same time, I am trying very hard not to get myself so totally submerged to where it's affecting me and causing me to be unfocused that I can't pay attention to what I need to be doing. And in the capacity of that to where I can be help. Uh, not just in helping myself or helping family, but doing what is called and laid upon my heart and called of my spirit to do by that of God. 
so I have said many times, you've heard me, if you've been following me, you know that I say, be attentive. You know, I'm not telling you not to watch the news. I'm not telling you not to listen. I'm not telling you not to read. I'm not telling you not to be attentive to what's going on around you. By all means, do so. But at the same time, I say to you, my brothers and sisters, be aware. Because there's a lot of trickery. There's a lot of schemes going on. And there's things that are taking place right now that the the devil, Satan himself, has put into motion to not just confuse us, but to really totally just get us thrown off focus. Thrown off what we need to be doing. Thrown off from that of our assignments. And while we're thrown off and while we're paying attention to all this deceit and deception, then he's over here behind his back doing this and doing that or behind our backs, implementing the plan or carrying through on the next phase of his plan. So I'm saying now, as I'm getting ready to bring this message forth, I can get ready to go into opening prayer. Brothers, my sisters, be woke. If you're not woke, get woke. If, and, 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 and with saying that, basically all I'm saying is pay attention. Pay attention enough to where you will know what's going on around you. So that way, if your assignment calls for, for you to go somewhere, go to a particular area, a particular city, or a particular county, or, or a particular state, or even maybe go abroad, you will know what's going on. And you will know what to expect, and you can prepare yourself accordingly. And when I say prepare accordingly, you can go before God. Because see, God already knows. He knows what you're facing. Every step, every day that comes forth, every week that passes, every month that is formed, every year that is coming upon you, God knows what will take place every second of that day. He already knows. And not only does he know that, but he knows what your reaction is going to be. But my brothers and sisters, when we pray, Jesus, my God, you have no idea the refuge of God. You have no idea the extent, the reach, the power, the everlastingness of that of God's refuge that will come upon you. You have no idea. So what I'm saying to you is, one, don't think that you're alone. Two, don't try to do everything by yourself. And three, be attentive. Be attentive. God's got you. But what he is, what is he, what he is needing of you is for you to do your part. And that is, do not be stagnant in that which he has called forth for you to do. Do not be stagnant. Do not be stagnant. I know there's a lot going on in the world. I know that you see, okay, well, you know, when I go to the store, they don't have this in stock. They don't have that in stock. Okay, be patient. Be patient. And think about it. Say, okay, well, what can I do? I was going to do this, but what can I do to make in place of this? What can I go and buy that would take the place of this? People of God, utilize the resources that you have at hand and be thankful. 
And I know you say, well, you know, how can I be thankful for what's going on around here now? And this is happening. Still be thankful. Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for where you're at. And I know for some that's not easy because for some of us, it seems like we're in the midst of a war zone. We fear for our lives when we feel we can't even put our heads out the door, let alone go outside to go anywhere to do anything without our lives being at jeopardy of getting abused in some fashion or being killed. So I get it. For the hesitancy of wanting to go outside. For the pause and wanting to do anything that requires you to go outside that of your dwellings. Or outside that of your community. But people of God, we are not, our God, we have not been created to be fearful. We do not serve a fearful God. Amen. So I want you to keep that in mind as uh, you continue the journey, carrying out your assignment, fulfilling your life's purpose. And as I bring this message across, oh my God, thank you, Lord Jesus. Look upon us, Lord, I pray. Be no longer silent, nor punish us beyond measure. Now let's think about that for a moment as I get ready to go into open prayer. I ask that you allow your hearts, your minds, your spirits to be open to be received with what will come forth. That you'll be able to perceive, to receive, and that you'll be able to discern so that you can allow what God is desiring, what he has spoken, what is about to come forth to work out in that of your life. Amen. Think about that title. Look upon us. Lord, I pray, be no longer silent, nor punish us beyond measure. What is going on in your life right now that has you feeling like you're being punished? That has you thinking that, okay, I must be going through some type of punishment. God is punishing me for something. People of God, let your voices be heard. Cry on unto the Lord and ask of him, look upon you. Amen? Look upon you. Be silent no more. Give unto us that of your attention, that of your unfailing love. Heavenly Father, I am thankful for the blessings that have come forth. I am thankful that you see me worthy to be a messenger of that of your encouraging word. I am so excited and humble to be able to bring forth the encouragement unto others because I know how much has been a blessing unto me. And I am hearing from time to time how it's been a blessing unto others who have been received of the messages that have come forth. In my time in prayer with you this morning, Father, 
I so desperately want to know. I want to allow myself to be in a state of mind, in a state of harmony, peace, to where I can hear and be received of what you desire to come forth. This is not just something that I pray this morning. It's something that I pray every morning before I bring forth the message for each and every episode for the podcast. Father God, my heart is heavy right now. Thinking about all those who have lost their lives. Just senselessly. For no reason. Just because somebody just decided they wanted to do it. Father. How much longer will you turn your face from us? How much longer will you punish us beyond measure? Look upon us, O Lord. Give us your attention. Comfort us with that of your unfailing love. Hold us once again close to that of your bosom of comfort. And let that of your wings of refuge protect us from the fiery dust of the enemy. Let us not drown in the sin that is lurking around us. Forgive us for that we have been part of that sin, that we've partaken of his supper. I repent unto thee and ask thou forgiveness. Have mercy upon our souls and turn thy face upon us once again. I pray for those who are listening to this message And they're desiring to be fulfilling in that of their assignment, to finish it, to carry it out. And they're desiring for the life's purpose to be fulfilled as well. But they're seeing so much pain. And they're in so much discomfort right now. And they don't know. They just don't know, oh Father, what else to do. And they're feeling like you have turned your face from them. They're feeling like you have left them to fend for themselves. But I know that's not the case, O Lord. I know that your unfailing love has not abandoned us. I know that you have not closed your eyes nor you've turned your face from us. Because your word says that the Lord looks upon the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. Your word does not lie. You do not lie. So, Father, I ask for your refuge. I ask for your comfort. And I ask for your guidance. For the very wisdom of that of your counsel. Look upon your people. Look upon them once more. 
and lift them from the sin. For I pray and I repent for the sinfulness nature that we have so willingly involved ourselves in. We have sat and had supper with them. We have laughed and we have partaken. Oh, Father, forgive this nation. Forgive those who live therein. And look upon us once more. As we journey, let us not do so blindly. As we pray, let not our words be in vain, Father. But hear us, as I know that you do, because your word says so. So, God, answer us. Look upon us, Lord, once more. For there are others out there who, like me, we see the pain. Our hearts are heavy. Our spirits are mourning. Because we see what's going on around us in this world. And we're trying diligently to continue to put forth effort to carry out our assignments. But we have that moment when doubt comes lurking forth. And he brings that thought. Are we being punished? Where will it end? How much longer? Oh Lord, will you keep your face from us? How much longer will we not be comforted by that of your unfailing love? How much longer must we endure? Oh, Father, comfort those who have taken up their assignment for your kingdom. Bring forth your words, oh God, that they may hear. Shine forth the light of that of your guidance that they may see. That we may not continue to walk in such blindness. Oh, my Father, bring comfort unto those who mourn as only you can do. Let peace be settled upon them, O oh Lord. The peace that you give, not the peace that the world gives, but the peace that you give. Bless of thee, O Heavenly Father. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your patience. I thank you for your unfailing love that you've shown unto us all. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I wanted to let you know 
things that are taking place. Don't ever feel that you're cut off from the Lord. Don't ever feel that he does not hear you or that he does not see and know your situation. Even in those moments where you may have a thought where that doubt was trying to set in and say, well, you know, he, he, he doesn't hear me. God is punishing me. Even if he is punishing you, even if he is allowing you to go through just a little bit of suffering, I want you to think about this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to think about this. If God is forever with us, if his hand is upon our lives as we have proclaimed, then how much more suffering would we undergo if his hand was not upon us? So that situation that's upon you, how much worse would that situation be if his hand was not upon you? So if you're bickering and you're moaning about what's taking place now, oh my God, how much worse would it be if his hand was not upon you? See, his hand is upon you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just enough. Just enough. To where he knows that you can bear it. He knows that you can undergo it. And that you will make it through. Oh my God. Brothers and sisters, we... We really need to be woke right now. We really need to be paying attention. And we need to be asking in our prayers, humbly, meekly, and with wholeheartedness of that, that which is of us, for God to turn his face back unto us, for him to lift that which is of his hand of punishment upon us. To come to our aid. My God. I know you can receive this right now and you are listening and you're thinking, okay, my God, I, I was hoping to receive some encouragement, but you're receiving encouragement. Just hang, just hang in there with me a little longer. You're going to receive the message. But I'm, what I'm trying to get you to understand right now, what I'm trying to get you, what I'm trying to get your mindset to be established at. Is that God is there. And although it may seem like we're going through some things right now, although you can look around and say, oh my God, what is going on? God is there and although he may not be fully showing or revealing that of his wonderful works upon us you may not see a whole lot of saving going here and, and, and you say oh, well, I haven't seen of a miracle I haven't heard of any miracles there's the miracles taking place every day all through the day 
Did you not awaken this morning? Were you not blessed with mobility in your body? Were you not blessed, thank you, Jesus, to be able to provide for your family? Do you still not have a roof over your head? See, there's miracles, but see, we're looking for something so ground shaking <laughs> that we don't understand that God at times works in some of the most subtlest ways. Most simple. And a lot of times it's in things that we take for granted. So people of God, I'm saying to you, whatever it is that can be considered sinful, whatever it is and in whatever way that you're displeasing God, look upon those things. Ask unto him for forgiveness. Repent and call unto him and ask for him to look upon you. No longer be silent. And to lift the punishment. Because right now. We need God more than ever. Right now. We need to be. We need to be surrendering ourselves more than ever unto him. And I can raise my hand. And I will go to the front of the class. And I will confess. That I need him in my life. More than ever. And I need to release myself. And give all of me. Unto him. Because brothers and sisters. We. Even when we doing that. In our minds. We feel we are. There still could be maybe one or two areas. That we have not. There could be something that just happened just that day. So I'm saying to you. Constantly check your heart. Constantly be in humbleness and meekness before the Lord. Calling unto Him. So that you can stay in that of His grace. That you can stay in that of His forgiving mercy. His unfailing love. Because there's so much going on right now. And we as the body of Christ is we, we as disciples of Christ, we need to be diligent in that of our assignments. We need to be more diligent than ever. This is not a time for sleep. This is not a time for slumber. To be stagnant. This is not the moment. This is a time to be woke. This is a time to be carrying out what has been given unto us to carry out. This is a moment of action. And we must adhere unto the call. We must honor our Heavenly Father. Bring glory, my God, unto the throne. Amen. Look upon us, Lord, I pray. Be no longer silent, nor punish us beyond measure. Oh, that you would render the heavens and come down. That the mountains would tremble before you. As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil. Come down to make your name known 
to your enemies and caused the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down. The mountains trembled before you. Oh my God. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we continue to sin against them, you were angry. How then can we be saved? All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. My God. We all swivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. No one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have given us over to our sins. Now, my God, brothers and sisters, what what comes to mind right now? After hearing that, those just those brief few scriptures, what comes to mind? Is there anything that you can think of in your life right now that may be causing God to want to turn his face from you? That may be causing the Lord to want to just bow his head down away from your presence. I can think of a couple of things. Now, this is not a time to be holding your head up and being all proudful and saying, oh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm righteous. I'm, you know, okay, so you hold it in doubt. Okay. Okay, so never mind that we fall short of his glory every day. Never mind that you're saying that you don't fall. You're saying you're good. So you don't ever have thoughts. Your heart don't ever get tempted. And, and when I say tempted, and I'm not talking about just sexual temptation. I'm talking about tempted by the things of this world, by the acts of those around you that you encounter. People of God. Let us be in a mindset to be careful. Especially right now. Let us be in a mindset to be careful. And I'm looking back at this last Scripture says, no one calls on your name or scribes to take hold. Now, the scripture doesn't say that, but I, I, I said that just to briefly say what it's saying. Just to kind of just make it simple 
it basically is saying that no one has called for. No one is crying out or strive. No one is putting forth effort to lay hold of you. It says, for you have hidden your face from us and have given us over to our sins. But yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be angry beyond measure. Lord, do not remember our sins forever. Oh, look on us, we pray. For we are all your people. It says your cities has become a wasteland. Even Zion is a wasteland. Jerusalem. Desolated. Even Jerusalem. Is desolated. A holy and glorious temple. Where our ancestors praised you. Has been burned with fire and all that we treasure lies in ruins after all this Lord will you hold yourself back will you keep silence and punish us beyond measure People of God, what I'm wanting you to get out of this message for this week is I'm wanting you to take a look at your lives. I want you to take a look at the situations that are facing you right now that you're in the midst of. I want you to look at the life-changing issues that have come forth. And then I want you to think about the things that are challenging you. And then in the middle of all that, I want you to think about these scriptures. I want you to think about where it says that you have left us to our sins. And then I want you to think to yourself, what, what is it that you can, or that, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you need to bring before the Lord? See, right now I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging you to surrender. I'm encouraging you to come forth and cry out unto the Lord. So that's the encouragement. This message talks about it talks about our sins. And it talks about how the Lord turns away from us. Because we continue to sin against them, against the words, against his commandments. It says, who remember your ways? But when we continue to sin against them, you were angry. 
So let me go back a little bit more. It says, since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways, who remember your ways. But when we continued to sin against them, you were angry. How can we be saved? All of us have become like one who is unseen, who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. Brothers and sisters, Right now, what it is that you're trying to do concerning God's kingdom? What is it? Think about it. What's going on right now in your life? And then think about these scriptures. I'm going to give you the scriptures here in a minute so that you can go and you can read. And I want you to think about this. And I want you to think about this. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you. You who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. Now are we waiting? Think about that right there. You come to the help of those who gladly do right. Are we doing right? Think about that right there. That's two. Who remember your ways. Are we remembering his ways? Three. But when we continue to sin against them, you were angry. Are we continuing to sin? Brothers and sisters, like I said before, hey, I know where I'm wrong. But I'm not sitting here today to be pointing fingers or to try to call anybody out. I am simply encouraging you to take a moment to analyze where you're at right now and to analyze what God is desiring to do in your life. You know because he showed you or he's either spoken to you, whether it's directly or indirectly. So whether somebody has prophesied to you or he's had somebody you know, share a word with you or you envision something, you know. So with that, what I just read. Now, while I'm saying this to you, I'm, I'm thinking to myself and I'm going to analyze my matter of fact, I've already done it when I sat here and read this this morning. So. This is encouraging to me because what is letting me know is that. God will. Come to my aid. It's letting me know that God is there. He hasn't turned from me. But it's also letting me know that I must stay in his presence. And I must not allow this world, no matter how bad things are and how bad they will get. 
I have to stay in his presence. I have to continue to do right. Because it says that no one has seen a God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait. And sometimes we get too anxious and we don't wait on God. And we just say, oh, we, you know, we just go and do it. And then we, we, we bicker and we moan about the end result. But who are we to bicker and moan when we sat right there and did what we know God was wanting us to wait? But we did it anyway. And it says you come to the help of those who gladly do right. Gladly. Meaning that you do it without any coercing. You know, nobody don't threaten you. Nobody got to prep you up or prime you to do anything. You just do it. And some of us are not doing that anymore. Some of us are not doing what is right. And so that's why I'm saying to you, do what's right. Do what's right. Stay committed to the assignment given to you. I'm not saying it's easy. The Lord didn't never say it was going to be easy. But he said, take comfort. Because I have already conquered the world. And he says, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not the peace that the world gives, but the peace that I give. Oh, my God. And I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. That peace has got me a long ways. In the past years of my journey. Me being able to just sit and just allow myself. To be taken away by the presence of the Lord has truly helped me tremendously in times when I honestly just thought I was going to cave in. I just thought that I was done. Trying to keep it together, trying to keep my thoughts from just running crazy. And trying to keep from being Someone who has given in to all the urges and temptations to not do things of sinfulness as in fornication. and Well, I mean, you know, to take your own life is a sin. And that's what I thought that I was going to be susceptible to. Because I've had some, I've had some close misses. I've had some near misses. I've had some moments where I, if it would have just been a second longer I'd have been done so people of God I'm saying all this to say this one thing we must fight hard to stay in the presence of the Lord and in that time in that moment where we feel like God has turned away from us where we feel like we're under a punishment or we feel like He's not talking to us. He's not saying anything to us. He's not showing us anything. We need to cry out. We need to cry out. We need to cry out. 
forgot. We need the crowd. Because it says, right here it says, no one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you. We must not forget who gave us the assignment. We must not forget who gave us the assignment, who bestowed the gift unto us to allow us to be able to carry out the assignment. We must not forget Jesus, who first sacrificed for us, that we can first of all be able to be free and do the things that we're doing. We must not forget and we must not forget who gave us the assignment. And we must not forget the importance of why we're carrying out the assignment and who the assignment is for. And what the assignment is for. Because see, Christ, even Christ had a moment. When he went alone, he asked his disciples, his two disciples, what did he say? Uh, wait here and pray. Why? He said, why? Wait here while I go forth and pray. So he went forth to pray. He came back and he seen them asleep. He said, could you not wait one hour? Could you not stay away one hour? And watch while I pray. He's like, I just needed to. I, even he went away to pray. And even in his praying, he was crying. He was weeping. He was crying so bad and so earnestly that he was crying tears of blood. He was crying out to the Father. Because it's like, what is this? <laughs> Do I have to go through with this? Take this cup from me. He said, but if it be thy will. Oh, Jesus. But if it be thy will. He was asking the Father to take this cup from him. He didn't want. He did not want to drink of this assignment. He didn't want to continue. But it was like, Father, if it be Thy will. So I'm saying to you, don't. That's why I say, don't get caught up in what's going on you don't don't allow yourself to get caught up and there's been some moments where I have I've come real close to being so caught up to I mean I've had moments where I've cried so bad that I could just feel the pain of those who are being killed you know just senselessly just you know, it's just almost as if, like, they just, it's almost as if, like, the person's involved or the person involved had no feelings. It's just like they say, okay, you know what, okay, let me see what I can do today. Let me see who I can kill today. Let me see who life I can make miserable today. Let me see who dignity I can strip from them today. 
my brothers, I, my sisters, I tell you, it's just, it's hard a lot of times. And I have to just pray, I have to release that to God because I know that I've been given an assignment. And I can't bring forth what I need to bring forth and what I have been commanded to bring forth. And I can't do it in a way that is within the authority that has been bestowed unto me. If I allow myself to get caught up and the things that are going on. So I'm saying to you, don't forget who gave the assignment to you and don't forget who bestowed the gift unto you. And most of all, don't forget the reasoning why you're doing it. Because right now, the, the devil's running rapid. And he's trying everything he got under his sleeve, in his coat pocket, in his bike pocket, in his shirt pocket, right around his neck, behind his bike. He tried everything to deter you, to distract you, and most of all, finally, just take you out if he need to. If he can't distract you into a way that where you just totally just lose focus and you can't get back centered. And then you wind up just, you know, fizzing out on your own. He just take you out. Just take you out. So, with today's message, I know that a lot of people will listen to it and they'll be like, well, I really didn't see that much encouragement in that one. Well, my brothers and sisters, see, that's why I tell you to have an open mind, open heart. Allow your spirit to be acceptance of that which is coming forth because you can discern it, you can take this and you can discern it for what it is. And it will the word will be applied to your life in the way that God desires for it to be applied to your life. Because we we gotta understand that I mean this is working on me just as I'm asking for it to be worked on you, just as I'm asking you to allow it to work in your life. It's working in my life right here. It was working in my life when I read it because I was like, wow, it made me think about me. And that's why I say, you know, look at what you got going on. The situations that have, you know, that's been confronting you, the, the challenges that have confronted you, life issues and things that have changed and all this stuff. And they just take one moment and just breathe and say, okay, where am I in the midst of this as a child of God? Where am I? Has all this that's taking place caused me to lose my focus? Am I just going through the motions? You know, you get up, you go to church, you get up, you go to church, you get up, you go to church. Or you get up and you say, okay, well, you know, I got this ministry going on, so you're out, you're doing this, you know. Have you lost focus, though? Are you still grounded like you need to be grounded? Or are you just going through the motions? 
So that's why I'm saying just allow yourself some time, some truthful time in the presence of the Lord. Let him hear from you. Truthfully, let him hear from you. And if you well, you say, well, brother, you know, I, I, I do that every time I pray. I truthfully pour out my heart unto him. Okay, if you're doing that, then continue. Don't stop. Continue giving him that time. But then don't let it stop. When you say amen, or when you get up from there, or when you walk out your closet, or wherever it is that you may be at giving him your time, don't let it stop there. Let it continue over into that which you have been called to do. Don't let this world take away the passion of which has been assigned or which has been bestowed unto you so that you can carry out the assignment that has been given unto you, commanded of you. Because the world, this, this, the devil is out to steal the very essence, the very thing that gets you going that drives you to do what it is that you've been commanded to do for the kingdom of God. And if he can take away that energy, if he can sap that from you, it'll weigh you down. It'll weigh you down. And have you, you know, contemplating all kinds of things. So that's why I'm here to say to you, don't be in this situation where the Lord has turned his face from you. Or you believe that you feel that he has. And if you feel that he has, like I said, you need to cry out. You need to go for him and you need to repent. You need to cry out. And you need to seek his strength. And continue to seek his strength. Continue to pray for his strength. Continue, 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 continue. Because I'm telling you now, that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. But with that, I know that I must act. I must be diligent in my deeds that will allow me to stay in his presence, that will allow me to stay upright before him, or will allow me to come in uprightness before him and then stay in uprightness before him. And it will allow me to be able to be attentive, to be mindful, to be strengthened so that I can deal with what's coming forth upon me. And that I can endure it. Stand focused on what I've been called to do. Because see that's what the devil is trying to really get to us. He's trying to get us to be focused on the things that come at us. When those things that come at us. We get so focused and get so caught up on it. And we lose sight. And some of the stuff that comes at us. And some of the things we got to deal with. It's not all that bad. It really is not. And if we sit back and we think about it. And that's why I say, just think about what's coming forth upon you. Think about what you're dealing with. It's not as bad as you think it is. Because this too will pass. It will pass. Now, what's going to happen during the time as it's passing? But when it passes and how things will be loved, that's going to be on you. How are you responding to it? What are you doing or not doing? What did you say or didn't say? 
Look upon us, Lord. I pray, be no longer silent, nor punish us beyond measure. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. So in the things that God is wanting us to wait on, we need to wait. We need to be diligent in that area. You come to the help of those who gladly do right. We need to start doing right. What is it that we're not doing right? Is it somebody that we're not helping? Is it something that we're not allowing ourselves to be part of? That we should be a part of? Who remember your ways, but when we continue to sin against them, you are angry. So we must remember, or we must allow the remembrance to come forth that the Holy Spirit brings forth. Because see, the Holy Spirit tries to remind us, keep us in remembrance. But a lot of times we block, and I, hey, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. And I say, I raise my hand, and I come to the front of the class. You know what I'm saying? And I would take me a chair and sit high and mighty and say, yes, I, I'm, I'm guilty. So we must, stay, we must allow ourselves to be in that mindset of where we're receiving the remembrance that the Holy Spirit brings upon us. That is of God's word. And not just being in the mindset that we're receiving it, but we must be obedient to carry it out. But when we continue to sin against them, and we must not sin against the commandments of the Lord. And I'm telling you right now, like I said, this is this is hitting home for me because it's making me think, okay, what have I done or what am I doing that falls in the line to this right here? That if I change it, I can see the blessings of the Lord continue to flow in my life. I can see some doors opening and I can see some doors closing. So I'm encouraging you right now, my brothers. And I know, like I said, if you've made it to this point of the message, then you'll get what I'm doing. You'll get what the word is saying. You'll get what I'm coming forth with. That's why I always say have an open heart, open mind, so that you could be able to proceed because a lot of the messages that come forth are not all that cut and dry when it comes to encouragement. And you're sitting here thinking, okay, well, I'm going to say, hey, you know, be encouraged in the Lord, and I'm going to give you a couple of pats on the back, and I'm going to shake your hand, and I'm going to say, hey, you know, you got this, and da-da-da-da-da. No, I'm giving you the fullness of the Word of God, the encouragement that's therein which is showed unto me, and I'm bringing that same content unto you. So in reading, these are the scriptures. And in what I'm speaking, this is what I sense is laid on my heart to tell you. So I'm hoping that you will take this in perception so that you can receive it, 
and discern it in the spirit so that you can allow it to walk and work out in your life so that what God is intended and what he is desiring can work in you. So I'm praying. I'm praying for that each and every person that comes across this message will not just be able to perceive it, you know, perceive it so that they can receive it. Discern it in the spirit so that they can allow it to be walked out in their lives. But I'm praying that you will continue to do so. And that it will be a blessing unto you as God has intended to be. We're going through some uncertain times right now. But we do not serve an uncertain God. Our God is not wavering in that of his word. His word does not go out and come back unto him on you know, void. It doesn't. So I say, don't forget. Don't forget who called you, who commanded you. And don't forget the assignment that's been given unto you. And don't forget the reason why you're doing the assignment. Don't get so caught up to where you're operating like somebody that's just going through the motions. Recenter yourself as much as possible. There's times when I, I'll go and I just take a walk. And I just get out and, you know, get out in the nature. I like to go to nature trails whenever I need to really clear my mind. I go on the nature trail and just get out and just isolate myself from all this modern day living. And just allow my mind to be free. And it helps to recenter my thoughts. It helps to recenter myself and that of God and that of my spirit. So that way when I go back, you know, I reconvene back to wherever it is that I need to go back to or I pick up wherever I left off at, then I'm much better. I have a clearer mind. And my mindset is more focus and you know there's people to this day think that there's something wrong with that to say well hey you know give me a moment and then you know we step out of a room and we step out of a room we go to the bathroom we go get some water and we go and wash our you know rinse our face off or whatever you know people think there's something there's nothing wrong with that there are times when you need to step back there's times when you need to excuse yourself because, my God, thank you, Holy Spirit. There's times that in the midst of that, you need a moment to refuel. And that's the moment where God is wanting to release something to you. That's the moment where God is, is wanting to help you to refuel. Center yourself, and see when you when you sense that that moment. Say, well, you know, man, 
might need to take me a break. I might need to just go on me a walk. Or I might need to take me a drive. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do it. If you can do it right at that moment where that thought comes to you, do it. If you can't, then as soon as you get that opportunity, do it. Because that is your spirit letting you know, hey, you need a moment. You need a moment where you can get in God's presence. And put all this stuff that's going on aside and refocus yourself in Him. So that you can be a better person. You can make a better decision in moving forward. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So don't let society tell you that, oh, there's something wrong with that. You know, people demanding you to make a decision like right now. Da, 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 da. You know, people expecting you to be always boom, 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 right on it, right on it, right on it. We're in some dire times right now, my brothers and sisters. And we got things going on in the world right now. That we need to really be preparing ourselves each and every, every day when we go forth. Because if we don't, we're not prepared. And the scriptures and the words about put on the full armor of God, that's true. That's true. We need to be put on the full armor of God each and every morning that we prepare ourselves to go forth into the world. And we need to be, throughout the day, <laughs> we need to be realigning our alignment, you know, our, our armor. You know, I said this on the, the previous episode that, you know, when you speak your day, throughout the day you need to reconfirm what you spoke. And not just reconfirm, but you need to be checked how you're walking. Are you walking in there? Is your walk, is your action, is your deeds? Reconfirming what you spoke. My people of God. My brothers and sisters. I'm really desiring for everyone to have a joyful, safe, healthy and blissful life and I know that it's not going to be without trying times I know that there's going to be some suffering I know there's going to be some discomfort there's going to be some suppression taking place the Lord has already told us this but he's also told us that he has conquered the So he is my rock of which I stand. He is my hope, my God, of which I glaze unto. So I'm going to not worry. Now, am I saying that we're wishing won't never try to come upon me? I'm not saying that because I know it will. It has. But I've had to quickly give it over to the Lord. I've had to quickly pray about it. And ask God to help me to stay steady in my thoughts. And in my heart. So that I don't walk in that worry. And that I don't walk 
and that frustration and I don't stress myself out and I don't allow depression to come upon me. So in this day's message, look upon us, Lord, I pray. Be no longer silent, nor punish us beyond measure. You know, we talked about, it says, oh, how that you would render the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you as when the fire sets twigs ablaze and calls water to boil. Come down to make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you. Who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. And then it says, it says, but when we continue to sin against them, you were angry. So what I am saying now, my brothers and sisters, what I am bringing forth to encourage you is don't forget who gave you the assignment. Don't forget who commanded the assignment upon you and who who is there to assist you through the fullness of that assignment. And don't forget the reason why you're carrying out the assignment. Take time to recenter yourself so that you're not just going through the motions. Take time to refuel so you're not walking in reiteration, that you're not sitting there weary Frustrated, stressed out, and depressed. That you're not on the borderline of any one of those things. Take time to step back and refuel. To recenter yourself. Don't wind up being like this. As this word says. To where you are doing things that, that you're sinning. And then you continue to sin. But you know what the word is. You continue to sin. Oh my God, this is... Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Okay. Um, brothers and sisters, I just got a notification. Let me know that uh, it is that time of the show to bring forth the spiritual food for thought. So we're going to go ahead and get into... Um, getting into bringing forth this spiritual food for thought for this day. Spiritual food for thought. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. One more time. 
This is our spiritual food for thought for this week. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. When I think about that scripture, I think how, how we must allow ourselves to be molded. We must allow ourselves to surrender to the will of God and allow him to mold us and shape us that we are to become what he has truly created us to be. See, we're, we're created in his likeness, but we all have a path. We all have a, a purpose. And along our life's journey, he's, he's, he's molding us. He's shaping us. He's purging us. He's purifying us so that we can become the fullness of what he has created. And we must allow ourselves to, to do that. We must allow ourselves must allow ourselves to be molded. He is the potter. We are the clay. And we are. We are the works of his hand. But we must allow that. Some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Isaiah 64, 1 through 12, and that's in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Isaiah 64, and that's 1 through 12 in the NIV. For more encouragement uh, throughout the week, you can find us on Facebook, uh, search for Encouragement Daily Blog, and on Instagram as Encouragement Daily's Blog, and on Timber as Encouragement Daily's blog. We are on Anchor.fm as Encouragement Daily podcast. So if you're wanting to listen to some of the podcasts and um, go back to some of the previous episodes, you can do so by going on Anchor.fm and searching for us as Encouragement Daily podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. And if you would like to reach out to me and send me a message, you can contact me uh, via email at encouragementdailiesblog at gmail.com. That's encouragementdailyblog at gmail.com. Um, and I would like to thank everybody for taking the opportunity to be received of this week's um, encouraging message. I thank you for giving your time um, to be receiving of the encouraging words of God. And I thank you for allowing yourself to have an open heart and open mind so that you can perceive what is coming forth and being discerning in your spirit so you can allow it to work in your lives as God desires and as he has spoken it to be so over your lives. Um, because I know a lot of times we we miss out on things because we're closed-minded. 
we miss out on things because we're unaware or because we say, oh, you know, that ain't for me. And then later we find out that, oh, I should have did this or I should have did that. And the reason why you didn't get what you needed is because you were closed-minded. You, you know, your heart wasn't in the right place, so you didn't receive it. Um, God has placed provisional blessings along your journey. But if you're so caught up in what's going on in your life, whether it be schemes, deceitfulness, deception, or whether it just be your own selfishness, you're going to miss out on those provisional blessings that God has placed. And you're going to miss out on the things that he has put in place for you to be able to take advantage of those provisional blessings. And that's what the devil is wanting. A lot of times he's really wanting you to miss out on what God has for you. And if he can cause that to happen, he can keep you in disarray. He can keep you in frustration, you know, worry, stress, and then eventually depression. Um, so that's why I say have an open heart, open mind, so that your way your spirit can discern. Because see, a lot of times we see things through that of the flesh. Because we see, you know, we're, we're like visual creatures. We got to see it in order to believe. Oh, I mean, I don't believe that. I got to see that. And then a lot of times when we see it, we still don't believe it. You know, we have to witness it for ourselves. But then a lot of times we don't understand that some things are not always meant for us to witness in the carnal sense. To be perceiving in the carnal sense. We need to perceive it discern it in that of the spirit but a lot of times we don't do that because we're too caught up and thinking that oh you know i need to see this i need to hear it i need to see it from my own eyes or i need to hear it with my own ears da, 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 da. i can't tangibly put my hands on it so uh so keep that in mind so as i close out this message for this week um just keep that in mind and let us let us understand let us know um Let's know that we serve a God who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. Let us keep in mind that he comes to the help of those who gladly do right. And let us keep in mind not to shut out what the Holy Spirit brings to our remembrance, but to receive it and act upon it accordingly. Because when we do these things, then we keep, we keep the Lord from turning his face from us. We keep the Lord from being angry with us. And, and especially if we don't sin and if we don't continue to sin against the things that have been commanded of us. And do understand, I'm taking this just as much as you're taking it. I'm, I'm, I'm meditating on it just as much as I'm asking you to meditate on it. I'm praying for it to be working in and, and, and carrying out in my life just as I'm desiring for it to be doing the same as that of yours. Because we all are in need of encouragement each and every day, every step, every minute, every hour of the day. It doesn't matter what our background is. It doesn't matter what we're facing. We all are facing something. We all are enduring something. And we all need encouragement. So we must stick together. We must pray ye for one another as we have been commanded to do so. And begin to walk in obedience and not in disobedience. So 
that is the word of encouragement for today. That is the encouraging message from the words of God. I pray that you allowed yourself to be in pursuit of it and allow your spirit to discern for you so that you can allow it to walk out of your life. I pray that the rest of your day will be blissful. You will remain safe and healthy and be joyous in the Lord and that the rest of your week will be more of the same. I thank you for your time and God bless you.